0: Welcome to the Atlas Podcast. My name is Emma Loggins, editor in chief at FanBolt.com.
1: And uh, hanging out with Emma today is Jekai Mickelson. Speaking of himself in the third person, uh, creative director of Atlanta Movie Chores. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it seem bigger. Gotta it take does. it one game at a time. It one does. game at a time.
0: <laughs> so we have kind of a um, a little bit of a different show today, just in the sense that neither one of us saw any. Well, you saw Captain America.
1: Yeah, I saw Captain um, America. We could pretend like we didn't review that last week before the film even came out in North America. <laughs> but that's probably not necessary.
0: We're such trailblazers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um But today we're going to kind of go through uh, weekend box office news, um, some Captain America locations, a little bit of a tease for next week's Project Cosplay at Joystick Game Bar. We're going to revisit our funniest movie topic because this week I am prepared with an answer. Nice. Um, And then I'm going to pretend like I know sports. As Chicago talks about the Atlanta Hawks and and whatever good thing happened to them, I, I something oh, no. something good happened to them. No,
1: it's the exact opposite of good. Oh no, but that's that's something
0: okay. bad happened to them. Yes. <laughs> um, that's exactly how much I know about sports. Um, and then we're going to kind of touch on the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival that's coming up here. Uh, so all of that being said, uh, how was your how was your Mother's Day?
1: Well, I actually, you know, I, I think, um, now I've, I've got a, I've got a pregnant wife. She's, uh, she's officially in the third trimester and, and she's, so now maybe you can help with this. Given okay. that I have a wife that is pregnant, is she a mother? Yes. Oh no. You should have done something. No, did <laughs> you not do anything? I totally did nothing. And I, and I was, about it. I'm like, well, she's not a mom yet. Cause see here in the house, right? The, the people that we're staying with, um, my friend's mom, uh, Omar's mom named Terry, She she's raised three kids, and she's also raised four nieces, right? So she uh-huh. deserves, like, Happy Mother's Day. So we got her balloon, wrote her a nice card, whatever. And then she pulled out a dozen roses for Mandy, and then I Aww. instantly felt like the most horrific husband ever, because I absolutely did nothing for her for Mother's Day. Because I thought, technically, she's not a mom yet, but you just shut that down.
0: Yeah, certainly. no, she's... she's- if, she, if she's pregnant, then she's she's a mom. Yeah, but there's,
1: <laughs> so. there's no crying baby waking her up. There's no there's no math or stories to read the co- the child yet. Now I'm just I'm just digging a deeper hole. Yeah,
0: okay. you're just
1: making yeah. excuses now. Just making <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, fair enough. Now to be clear, let's make believe. Let's 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 rewind the tape a little bit and let's okay. make believe that yesterday was Father's Day.
0: Okay.
1: I I would expect nothing. And I'm sure what you're going to say is, "Well, you're not exactly gestating the child, are you?" And that's, <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I wouldn't have expected anything for Father's Day. So, all right, well, started out, I'm in trouble. That's fair enough. You so, get her,
0: get her like a little belated, a belated present.
1: <laughs> I guess. I mean, she's not mad at me or anything. She thinks it's that's funny. Good. Yeah, it's like I'm in <laughs> real trouble, but it's also. Because I thought I thought for sure you would have like, I don't know, hmm, I guess she's she's not technically a mom. I thought you would have more uh, to say <laughs> versus like, no, you're 100% wrong. You owe her an apology. In fact, leave. Go buy her a gift right now.
0: Okay. <laughs> you're on your own on this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm by myself.
1: I'm, I'm out on an island. Well, okay, so, so that was our Mother's Day. It was actually still pretty nice. we We were able to chill, have a little barbecue with the family we're staying with here. Which is really nice. So what about you? Is your mom local? Yes. Yeah. um, Both of my parents live
0: in Jonesboro. They're actually getting ready to to move into a a new house over in uh, Peachtree City. Oh, nice. So uh, they haven't been coming up that much because they've been in this whole kind of moving process. But... um, Yeah, they came up yesterday and we had lunch and hung out and, you know, I I had some presents for and then we just kind of spent the afternoon together and it was just a nice little Sunday.
1: Nice and chill. Now, the presents that you offered up your mother, uh, were these uh, presents that you actually purchased or were they promotional items from past (laughs) films?
0: That is such a fair question. Um, no, I actually purchased these. Um, I got her this really cute little book journal thing. It's like five years of of questions, and it's, it was kind of like, a, a present for me, honestly, because I thought it would be really cool for her to to. Um, she loves this kind of stuff to start with, but I thought it'd be really cool when she was done with it if she would give it back to me as a present, um, so I could kind of go through and, and see kind of all of these questions that she's answered and maybe things that I've like never even thought to ask her. Um, so it just cool. kind of, you know, I'll get to know her better through this, and and hopefully she'll get to know herself better through it as well. Um, but yeah, I got her that and got her um, this. She. Really Really wanted like a, a picture of me, so I got her a new picture of me in a nice little picture frame. Nice. Um, I, the only other ones that she has at the house were like um of me from my high school graduation, and that's ages and ages ago. I don't look remotely the same. Um, and then yeah, I took them out to lunch and uh, had a had a little dessert, and it was it was nice. Nice. It was
1: a nice day. Nice. It's cool. Yeah, we I like I had a lot of freelance work I was going to work on on Sunday, and then. The day kind of came, as I was looking at my computer. I mean, it was warm out, but it was such a nice day. I was like, you know what? Not today. I'm not going to sit at the computer today. And I, it, it was a good call. It was a good call.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's it's hard, that work-life balance thing. Like, you, when it's nice outside on the weekends, you want to get outside and kind of, you know, give yourself a little bit of a break from the week. But it's... uh. It's hard. It's hard when you've got a bunch of stuff waiting for you uh, <laughs> to take times. care of. Yeah, exactly. It, it,
1: it's tough when it's like, I'm going to take a moment to do this. But, but like you have to like accept the fact that that's going to come with guilt because you're not doing the thing. Exactly. That technically you should be doing, but other, you won't be able to do good at the thing that you technically should be doing if you never take time for yourself either. So it's exactly. just a constant mind dance when you're busy, I suppose.
0: It is. That's a good way to put it. A mind dance.
1: Mind dance. Yes. <laughs> so, but but there was a lot of other stuff going on besides. Well, Mother's Day is is the headliner, but also people were going to movies. Apparently.
0: Yeah. For Mother's did, Day. Did you see? You saw Captain America at some point in those last week.
1: We did. We saw it. Uh, we We saw it Saturday night at, at uh, Atlantic Station. And honestly, okay. I was surprised because it wasn't. It wasn't a packed house. Really. Yeah.
0: Well, the box office. Uh, it begs to differ with, yeah. <laughs> with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the results were insane. I mean, every, every year, you know, with, uh, more people going to see it, more money being spent on films, um, just like uh, more accessibility. It's just, every movie is going to be bigger than the last unless it's a horrible movie. Um, so when they say that, you know, Captain America came in with, uh, Domestically, came in with 1, or see, 181.8 million. Um, oh, in North America this weekend. Um, and of course, as you mentioned, it came out in Europe before it came out uh, here. So the grand total between the European release, which was the end of, um, or the overseas release, which was the end of last month, and now this new haul from this weekend, the film has already made 678 million dollars worldwide. Which Dude, is insane.
1: That is insane. Do you by chance know the budget of Captain America Civil War? I asked because uh, I saw Batman versus, what am I saying? I almost said Batman versus, versus Robin. 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 <laughs> which probably would have been a better film, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Batman versus Superman was $250 million budget, I think. Oh, wow. Which was, I think that's what I read. Now I want to double check and make sure. Just spreading lies. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, here I see that it had a two hundred and fifty million dollar budget, according to Cinema Blend. So I'm going to blame it on Cinema Blend if that is not accurate. <laughs> two
1: hundred fifty or fifteen. Two hundred fifty. Two
0: five zero. So they've already uh, they've already made their money back and and more <laughs> on this they one. Yeah,
1: but that is a spectacular investment. Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: It really is, and you look back at the numbers from the other films, and of course, this is going to be um, domestic uh, opening weekend for Winter Soldier was 95 million, and for um, the first Captain America film in 2011, opening weekend uh, was 65.1 million. So it's kind of crazy to look at, you know, 65 to 90 to one, 180 million, like the, the jumps over the years and, and how well these films are doing. And I think that just goes to show, too, the rise, the, truly the rise of geek culture and, and comic book culture, especially in cinema.
1: Yeah, it's 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 almost. I was actually talking to Mandy about this. It's almost all there is right now in cinema, because like when's the last time like a little art film kind of surprised everybody and took the world by storm?
0: Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I think the closest we get to that now is when a film does really, really well at Sundance and then gets a wider you yeah. know, release later in the year. And then it's yeah. a big Oscar contender, which, of course, this year will be uh, the birth of a nation. But, um, yeah, you rarely see the little... But it's so sad, too, because it's it, all of this stuff overshadows kind of the, the indie world so much more. And that, I'm sure, doesn't help them get financing for those projects and those... That part of cinema is so important, so
1: it's it's just such a changing world because a lot is. of the Indies go straight to the streaming on-demand stuff now, which which is right. great because it it gets them exposure that they wouldn't have had access to before. but But back in the day, Spielberg was having difficulty getting money for Lincoln, which which with Daniel Day Lewis and everything because it wasn't explosions and blah, blah blah. I think that movie ended up doing fine in the box office. But it's a pretty intense thing when Spielberg is having difficulty. Nailing down financing.
0: Yeah, if Spielberg can't do it, I I don't have much much faith that anyone can do it.
1: Yeah, so it it is it is a crazy time. I think the thing that's a bummer is because like Captain America: Civil War saw it had a really good time with it. Like I feel like that's a movie that deserves to make some money because it was entertaining, it was funny for the mo- it was exciting. It, there was a few times where it actually, oh, it went in a direction I didn't think it was going to go, and right. it was refreshing. I'm like, okay, that's nice, and then. Just before was Batman versus uh, Superman, and that was just a a, a, a like self serious bloated turd. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, no, yes, but yeah, but it still made so much money. It still it is did. such a commercial success. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I have a love-hate relationship with it because I, I love movies. That, like I, You know what I loved about Captain America Civil War? Hopefully this isn't a spoiler alert. At no point was there a gigantic downtown area of some downtown that was in absolute danger of an alien or being hovered off the ground or, you know, like a big fight in the street, you know? Mm-hmm. It was all kind of self-contained action. It was. Which, it was. Which I was like, oh, this is refreshing. There was no computer buildings falling on people. Anyways, I totally sound like an old, angry man, but it, it was I thought that movie did some stuff that is a little outside different than the genre, even though it was still fighting and 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 everything else but it was a lot of fun
0: no, I completely agree, and I think a lot of times when movies don 't have strong strong story to really rely on, they kind of go into you know how many effects and explosions can we have to kind of cover up the fact that you know, we don't have a great story, so let's just wow people with effects. And, and I think people are, are slowly wisening up to that, and uh, Marvel does such a great job with blending both worlds and, and not making you, you know, want to roll your eyes at it. And I think in comparison with this coming out so closely to Batman versus Superman, it just kind of makes it all the more apparent that, like, DC's just got to up their game if they're going sure. to play in this space.
1: Yeah, I you know, well, I mean, on one hand, th- yes, on the other hand, they still made a pretty nice profit. <laughs> that's true. So, that's true. Yeah.
0: Um, well, uh, jungle book came in second with 21.9 million. Uh, it's been at the top of the box office for the last three weeks. So it's kicked to number two this week and the Atlanta filmed mother's day did a little bit better this week. It got up to, uh, 9 million, which I thought we said on opening weekend, it was like 3 million or something. It was, uh, drastically less. So the holiday helped to kind of, uh,
1: boost it up a little bit. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. good, good for that. Good for that yeah. horrible film.
0: <laughs> at least it had
1: timing going for it. That's true. So <laughs> That's true. They didn't. Because
0: no one's going to go see it next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come see Mother's Day during uh, Halloween. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, Huntsman's still hanging out. It came in in fourth. And the cute little Keanu came in at fifth, in fifth place. Um, so that rounded out the the weekend at the box office.
1: hmm mm.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Next weekend, um, well, actually the rest of May, there's so many good films that are coming out this month um, between X-Men and, of course, the Atlanta film Nice Guys. I've got a screener for that next week. Oh, I want Um, to see that one. Russell Crowe and um, Brian Gosling. Who doesn't want to watch Ryan Gosling? I mean, mean, maybe not guys, but (laughs) girls. I mean,
1: (laughs) I'm super stoked for that one. uh, Um, I'll give that guy credit. What was that movie uh, him and Steve Carell were in?
0: Uh oh oh yeah the uh, the romantic one yeah. um with uh, Julianne Moore and um oh man yeah I know exactly what you're talking about
1: well it's a classic theme my wife has this habit of like hey let's watch a movie um and then we'll ten minutes into it she'll fall asleep and I'll end up watching the movie by myself and that one she chose that movie and she fell asleep and I kept watching it what the hell was it called though
0: I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that's the one that had Emma Stone in it, too, because I remember yeah. that scene. She was like, oh, my God, you're photoshopped. Yep. Uh, crazy Stupid Love. That's, that's what it
1: the was. one. That's yeah. the one. I had a great time. Uh, Gosling brought me over to his side on that film. That was a really, really great movie. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. And I, and I, and I feel like I can hold on to my manhood while saying that. So Crazy Stupid <laughs> Love.
0: That's, that's better than you saying The Notebook is your favorite film of all time.
1: I have never seen The Notebook. What? No. Right, well, no. it's because yeah. It's, see, and that's that's a movie that if Manny was like, hey, let's watch the Notebook, I'd be like, okay, and then she'd fall asleep. I'd probably change it. <laughs> fair enough That's not enough. Enough. Enough fair Like romantic movies That are good I like Like you, It like, is a good movie Yeah But okay The notebook it is. Good,
0: a good, right. It is a good movie I mean But I'm a girl Saying that You probably need it, Like a, a guy To be like Not be looking at it With the rose colored glasses That I'm looking at it with I, yeah, But uh yeah. But I think it's a good movie It's a sweet sentiment
1: Okay Alright Well uh, So there was that But not uh, Not filmed in Atlanta Was the notebook No No
0: No, North Carolina or South Carolina, where literally everything that Nicholas Sparks ever does will be filmed and has been filmed.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go. So... Uh, but
0: speaking of locations, uh, for those those people that did see Captain America over the weekend, um, we, we have a little bit of information about uh, locations that were that were used. If you're if you were able to recognize any of them, were you able to recognize
1: any of them? Well, I, like I'm cheating a, a little bit because uh, because it, basically that the entire opening fight scene when. Uh, uh, right. in the Gulch. Yeah. They're, they're fighting there in Nigeria. That was right there in the Gulch. Right. I mean, right kind of under the door of Atlanta movie tours which is which is kind of cool um, and that was set up for a while so a lot of the people that were going on the tours for uh, the Big Zombie Part 1 tour got to kind of see it set up um, and we like I walked down to check it out quite a few times it was actually kind of fascinating because I in my mind I'm like oh this is going to be like a village but in the context of the film it was like a big city right so but it was, it was really cool. I only recognize it because I spent a lot of time looking at all the detail there. I used to walk over and check it out off of Nelson Street Bridge, and I just would marvel at all the attention to detail. There was like a little bike shop over by it, and at one, one of the shots, you could actually see them running by the bike shop. And I'm like, oh, there's the bike shop. So to answer your question in a long way, <laughs> no way I would have noticed had I not spent time Really checking it out, you know? Right. I, I'd never seen a set that big, even after li- living in Los Angeles as long as I did. I never saw something that was that big in scope. It was huge. It was huge. And you really don't, um, it's just
0: funny because you don't really get the full scope of what they set up from the the shot in the film or the shots in the film for that scene. Um, But yeah, that was really impressive. I remember I went down and ate at a smoke ring one day when they were filming and and kind of moseyed over and peered over. Um, It was just a huge setup.
1: Yeah, I looked looked for uh, me, uh, Mandy and our dog on the bridge. I never saw it. But rest assured, once I get my hands on the Blu-ray, I'm going to pause just in <laughs> case. frame right by in, frame. Just in case, yeah, because, shoot, if I'm in a major film, that's pretty cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but the other thing, uh, there was also the Richard B. Russell Federal Building played a pretty good role in it. And uh, uh, Yeah,
0: so, I remember seeing that.
1: So that was cool to see because it, it got blown up a little bit, so they put a lot of special effects over the top of it, but that's kind of, I mean, only about a block away from where they were set up in the Gulch, kind of across from uh, Phillips Arena and stuff, which is cool. And then the other one that kind of snuck up at the end was the the Porsche Cars North America. It's, it's over there off of seventy five. That was that was actually the Avengers place. So it just played the role was of it? Avengers headquarters. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. So oh, to, cool. You have to squint, but there there's pretty there's a few moments of uh, of Atlanta, Georgia in there.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I have one that you didn't hit on. Oh, that's right. Let's,
1: <laughs> let's the, the, the the go for it?
0: Um so the the church that was used in the film um for the for the funeral it was the Peachtree Christian Church. Ooh. Um so that that building um of course which is on Peachtree Street in Midtown um was modeled after a Scottish abbey and the church's uh gothic English gothic design made it the most quote unquote authentic looking filming location. For uh, for that particular scene, so they were they were really happy that they uh, they found that to be able to use.
1: You know, while watching the film, I thought, well, wow, that's a that's kind of a spectacular church. They must have got that overseas. So that's that's fun that that's right here in Atlanta.
0: Yep, yep, it's uh, been here since 1928.
1: Nice, one of the buildings that actually didn't get torn down and replaced.
0: Yep, yep,
1: thank, it's got a little bit of history in it. Thank goodness, uh, no uh, sports teams have looked at that area. Want or need? <laughs> no, that's cool. Actually, one of the insiders of at Atlanta Movie Tours, Kent Wagner, I think, was a bear in the scene, but I forgot to. I forgot to look for him, so I gotta. I gotta maybe see it again and see if it's him.
0: Just take one for the team and go see it
1: again. <laughs> take one for you know. I, I'd sit through and watch it again.
0: I would I'd too. I have a, a my uh, my friend. Um, uh, Matt Rodriguez, who uh, runs a, another site called Shake Fire here in Atlanta, I think he saw it three times altogether Wow, um, so he saw the the early press screening and then he was at the the premiere with me and then they had another screening a couple nights later, which was the the three d imax at Atlantic station so uh, But he loved it, too. So, I mean, obviously, you can go see it three times if it's not a... You know, you wouldn't do that if it wasn't a good film.
1: No, totally. I mean, uh, like, I would not go see Mother's Day two more times. No, no. But a funny thing happened, (laughs) because when we went to see it, they accidentally gave us the wrong 3D glasses at the theater. So it was kind of funny being in the room with a bunch of other people, and they're like, it's time to put on the 3D glasses! And everybody puts them on and then keeps putting them back on. Like, what's going on? So I think we weren't on the IMAX screen, but we had IMAX glasses. So I had to, like, run out. It was like the the, the people in the theater banded together to like find a solution before the previews were over. So that was kind of a fun adventure.
0: That's interesting. I didn't know that they had different glasses for IMAX 3D versus regular 3D.
1: You know, it was a lesson for me, too, because at first I put them on. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I, my eyes must have, you know, and I'm, of course, cleaning them, you know, putting them back on. <laughs> What's wrong? Yeah, and then when I realized then I'm watching everybody else do it, and everybody's kind of looking around like, am I the only one losing my eyesight right now? So yeah, it was a fun discovery to make.
0: I guess the, <laughs> the last kind of uh, uh, Captain America note that we have, um, Project Cosplay is going to be um, next Thursday at Joystick Game Bar down on Edgewood. Thursday the 19th.
1: Thursday the 19th, nice.
0: And uh, that'll start at 9 o'clock, although I always recommend to people they get there early because we are kind of in a small space. So if you want a good seat, you want to come early. Um, I think we have we might have one designer spot left. Um, so if you hear this and you want to put your name in the in the ring for uh for being a designer uh please reach out to us you can go to fanbolt.com slash project cosplay and and fill out the entry form there and uh it will be a fun hot mess as it always is
1: so what do you win if you are the winning designer
0: you get um you get cash or uh bar cash essentially kind of like a, a gift card for the for the bar that you can use and then you also get the coveted golden joystick which is a joystick that we have spray painted gold so um you know it's uh it's real fancy no it's but, uh, pretty
1: fancy i don't it looks
0: good yeah. it looks really good actually yeah. so
1: i see. Yeah, i like you know i had some trophies from when i was a kid none of them looked that cool just so
0: <laughs> it's pretty rad i kind of went on myself but i'm i'm glued to the judge seat so i don't think that would be uh that would be fair <laughs> Not a maybe one yeah. of these days i'll compete just yeah. For, yeah. for fun there you go well, um but yeah, so that'll be uh, next Thursday, and we hope to see you there. Uh, moving on, we've got, we kind of uh, had a little bit of a conversation last week about the funniest movie. I'm not sure what prompted that. Maybe we were talking about how funny Mother's Day wasn't.
1: <laughs> no, I think, and- <laughs> I think we were talking about Keanu, and you said oh, it's not the okay. funniest movie I've ever seen, but, so it, it had me wondering, like, well, gosh, what is the funniest movie you've ever seen?
0: So I'm gonna be like all over the board with this. Um, I I narrowed it down to four, and they're not necessarily classics. Well, I'd say two of them are kind of classics. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, Christmas Vacation will be one of my all-time favorite films. Grew up watching it. It was like my it's my dad's favorite movie and it's just such a great holiday film and that's the first movie that I really remember like laughing like hysterically at. Okay. Um so that's got a special place in my heart. Um aside from that, Office Space. Ooh. Yeah, right. that's that's a classic for me. Yeah. And then I'm going to go uh go more more modern with the the last two bridesmaids Okay. And a movie that I love that I don't really know if I'm if if other people loved was uh Role Models.
1: Oh, with uh Paul Rudd and uh uh
0: Sean William Scott.
1: Sean William Scott. Yeah.
0: That was one that I, I didn't see it in the theaters, and I got the DVD to review, and I just watching it, I was laughing hysterical hysterically through the whole thing. I just thought it was... It wasn't it was so much better than I thought it was gonna be and I love it. I love anything with Paul Rudd in it. Um, I love you man's another great one. Of course I'm biased with that because Jason Siegel's in that and right. we all know that he's my my true soulmate. So <laughs> just gonna keep putting that out there into the world too and waiting for that to come to fruition. I did
1: not know that. I just learned that. I, yeah. so I did not know you were a Jason Siegel guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh hands down I've had such a huge crush on him since uh Freaks and Geeks actually is oh. when I, I first fell for Mr Siegel. Nice. Um and then the Muppets movie. The Muppet movie didn't help. <laughs> I was like, I'm obsessed with the Muppets and, and then he did such a great job with that film. Um so yeah, yeah, it's I was just a, a little bit of a sidetrack there, but uh, oh, I, I, well. think, uh,
1: I think I uh, think I think all four of those are are acceptable answers because every once in a while when you get surprised by a movie, um, like because I put some thought into it too, and after vacillating a lot, I, I ended up landing on Spaceballs.
0: Baseballs. You know what? I I considered that one, and it's been so long since I've seen it. I need to rewatch it. That and Airplane. I haven't watched Airplane in forever either. And I know that's another one that you know people immediately go to for yeah. the funniest movie. Well, um, yeah, they're
1: they're both classics. I just realized, like Spaceballs, is is like that movie that like. Quotes just come out of the woodwork and you forget, oh my gosh, I forgot that was even a quote in that movie. There are like yeah. so many funny parts that they all step on each other in such a way where it's like it's like quantum physics <laughs> how much how many gags have been squeezed into that film. So no, you're totally balls. right. Spaceballs is where I landed. Now, you know, to like just to latch on, and this might be a surprise, but my pleasantly surprised by movie that I did not see coming from a mil- for a million miles is one called Just Friends with Deadpool. That's uh, the only name as <gasps> yeah, Deadpool. Yeah,
0: it's Amy Smart. Is she the girl in that? No, th- it's a blonde, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe she is the main. I just remember, uh, what's her name? Um, Chris Pratt's lady whose name is yeah Anna Faris plays like the crazy pop star in it who Ryan Reynolds is dealing with but no expectations for that film and there's one scene in particular where I died laughing I was dying laughing and it's in Ryan Reynolds I mean the rest of the movie when you rewatch it you're like ah the rest of the movie is not good but it's a scene when he's in the car and he's like hugging her goodbye and he's like yelling at himself in the car and then she walks up and I don't know it's very difficult to, uh, to get in the weeds but uh, that's that's my of all the movies I can't believe that's the one that came to mind just now but it's because it was a sleeper Had, what the hell is this why am I watching this holy crap that was really funny
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that was um, I'm looking at it now online. it was 2005 uh-huh. and uh, the girl in it was Amy Smart who I I believe that I knew from hold on let me see if I get this right I feel like I'm on a roll here <laughs> um she was in Varsity Blues. Um, I think she was in, I want to say she was in Felicity, too, which was my jam. I think she played someone's girlfriend, Noel's girlfriend. I'm going to be the only one. I'm just having a conversation <laughs> with myself here, reminiscing about Felicity and, right. and Team Noel. <laughs> it's all right. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a good movie. I, I remember seeing that. Um Ryan Reynolds. I, I want to say he can do no bad, but Green Lantern wasn't great.
1: So he's that. he's done some bad, but he's, but when
0: he's, he's done some bad months. When he's in his
1: sarcastic shtick, he did a he did a um a promotional video with uh he, what was that movie with him and um uh he was in it was him Betty White and what's her name from Freaking Gravity Sandra Bullock for the love of Pete.
0: Oh, um, yeah. It was the movie where they had to pr-
1: the proposal. Was it the proposal? That's right, the proposal. Yeah. Now, yeah, that was hysterical, too. Well, see, here's the thing.
0: Oh, you didn't like I, it? There was
1: a promotional video that Ryan Reynolds, uh, Betty White, and Sandra Bullock did. Mm-hmm. And it was hilarious because in it, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds says, Why don't you go suck a hot cock to Betty White? And then he says, That's right, I just told Betty White to go suck a hot cock. And I thought it was so hilarious that I went to see the film and then the movie was not funny.
0: Yeah, you've got to go into some of I feel like you have to go into comedies in general with low expectations. And if you do that then you'll be pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. But if you go in expecting, coming off of something like that and then I think even just Betty White Mm -hmm. being in something to start with, like her and Ryan Reynolds are so funny just on their own in normal everyday life that you expect that same personality to be what you're going to get in a movie and that's of course not necessarily what will be scripted for them. So that's not always what you're going to get. Right. Uh, So yeah, you've you've got to have lower Expectations, man.
1: You're being, you're being, I love how political you're being right now. I think, <laughs> I think I'm just saying that, like, the there was a promo video that, if you're listening, I highly recommend you look it up Ryan Reynolds, Betty White, and just watch it, and it's fantastic. But it was an unfair lob pass to what the film was. So, so actually, I'm actually pretty much agreeing with you, but I thought it was so funny. I'm like, oh my gosh, they have so much. And it was, it was also Ryan Reynolds in his like complete sarcastic bliss, which is, <laughs> as well. That anyway, is what he does best. I digress. Man, we went from the funniest movie to talking about the proposal. My goodness gracious. <laughs> how does that Which happen? is
0: not the funniest movie, no. so I don't how, how we got there.
1: No. <laughs> no, how did we get there? Good Lord. Um, well, luckily, we can play it back to find out and retrace our exact steps. Um, really fast, and this is an aside. You Were you a Dawson's Creek fan? Oh, was I? Yes. So, what's the, the guy's? <laughs> the, the guy's James Vanderbeek, right?
0: Oh, I love him, Dawson. Larry, yes.
1: Okay. Have you ever seen a movie called Angus?
0: No. Is he Ooh. in that?
1: He plays. Yes. In fact, okay. never saw one frame of Dawson's Creek, but always liked him from afar because of a movie called Angus. It's got uh, him, Kathy Bates, and George C. Scott. I think it was his last role. Um, okay. and it's about a uh, basically a fat kid in high school who plays football but and uh Vanderbeek plays like the cool kid mm-hmm. but uh I bring it up because that is also a very underrated film. Sometimes I watch that movie just to make myself feel better. Maybe the, maybe the timing of it hit well, but you know what it was what I loved about it is like Angus was like the classic nerd, but he was super smart and he was really good at football, but he was cool. just awkward and couldn't find his footing. So, I don't know. I'm describing a movie that I'm surprised you haven't seen as a Vanderbeek fan. That's why I was curious.
0: I know. I've, I've made a note. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I love everything he does. Everything from like he did this project with um, with Funny or Actually. He did multiple videos with Funny or Die, which are all hysterical. And then he had the memes with all of his different emotions, which I literally used for like a month straight. Just when somebody would send me something, and I would like normally send a smiley face, I would just send this animated gif of James Vanderbeek back to them, smiling and laughing, or something sad. He as one of him, like, really dramatically crying yeah, when, I've like, uh, Katie Holmes' character Joey broke up with him, and, oh, I just used him for everything, um, and he was great, too, and um, don't forget to be in Apartment 23 with yep. um, with uh, um, my girl whose name I'm spacing on, Jessica Jones.
1: Ah, what's her name? Don't know. Uh, uh, her last name, because I looked her up on IMDb to see if she was mar- uh, married, uh, related to John Ritter. So her last name is Ritter. <laughs>
0: space on this. I'm so good. I, like, she's one of my favorite actresses.
1: Kristen Ritter.
0: Kristen Ritter. There we go. And she was in Gilmer Girls, and she was in Veronica Mars, and she was in all the other little young adult shows that I loved so much. Just like traveling back through
1: time here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, uh, Yeah. but uh, Angus. It's, uh, it's a little gem. It's, it weirdly doesn't have high ratings on IMDb, but uh, for, maybe it just hit me right at the right time, but I think it's a, it's a great film.
0: You know what? Neither does Cloud Atlas, and that's one of my favorite movies ever. Oh. So, there you go. Yeah, you can't always trust the ratings.
1: That's right. That's right. So, okay, so funniest movie ever. So, it's interesting. So, there, I'd be curious to know what other people, because I'm, oh my gosh, holy crap. The fact we were talking about, uh, some of the movies we were talking about, like, just friends in that conversation. I'd be curious to see what other people put way up there. Airplane is a big one. Spaceballs is my one of my favorites, but it's very difficult to, just like Emma did, you, you could cheat and choose your four favorites.
0: Yeah, it's hard to pick just one. Yeah. Even like Mighty Python, I should have had oh, those yeah, in there too. Course. I mean, of course. It's just, it's hard. It's hard to narrow them down. It depends on the mood you're in too, right? Like oh, what yeah. kind of humor you, you yeah. want.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it's true. I just think of movies that like surprise the crap out of me. Be, be, uh, be uh, jeweled? Not be jeweled. Bedazzled? Bedazzled is that with uh, Brendan Fraser? Yes, that movie is not. I think that's Bedazzled. Yeah. Yeah, that's Bedazzled. But there's one scene when he is the end, the professional basketball player. Holy crap!
0: Oh, I see what you did there. You just made a perfect yes. little transition into the Atlanta Hawks.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to take credit. Yeah, it was my plan the whole time.
0: I was just, <laughs> Go with I was it. I'm
1: just, just, just gonna run with it. But uh, yeah, Atlanta Hawks. They got swept by the Cleveland Cavaliers, so they're officially out. They're no longer in the playoffs, but i do I'd be curious to know what listeners think about this because like obviously probably we don't have a lot of huge sports fans listening to this show, but it seems like nobody in this town cares about the Hawks, but everybody cares about the falcons so it, it's it's always fascinating to me, like basketball town versus football town it's absolutely a a football town. Right, and because there's been times because I'm a basketball fan, I'm trying to engage people, and like, oh, the Hawks, blah, 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 and they look at me with such a blank stare, and I'm like, but they're a pretty good team. How come nobody cares? And I, I bring it up because the game was at, at the bar because Manny and I we we just uh, celebrated our meat anniversary on Cinco de Mayo, and we went to uh, get dinner at, uh, at at the Persian restaurant in Decatur, which is delightful. Okay. Um and they were the game was on, but nobody, there was no oohs or ahs. So nobody was paying attention to the game. So why doesn't anybody like the Hawks? That's my that's my challenge.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're still sad that we lost our hockey team. Because that'd be my answer.
1: Were you? Are you a hockey fan?
0: I well, I'm a I'm not like a diehard hockey fan. But if it's on, I will watch it. And if there's a game, or if there was a game, I used to go to the Thrasher games all the time. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm not a. I always say with sports fans, because sports fans are so kind of over the top in love with whatever team that they, they really support. And I'm not right. that kind of sports fan. I'm more of like a
1: casual sports fan. No,
0: that's I enjoy good. it. I I enjoy watching it, but I'm not like a fan fan.
1: Yeah, I, I fight like I, I, I am still a, I'm such an NBA fan. It's, it's actually bad. I'm still because where I'm originally from is from Salt Lake City, Utah. So I'm the one jazz fan here in georgia
0: oh i know a lot of people that actually went to jazz fest in new orleans uh recently oh, was you, it last you, weekend oh, or
1: oh utah jazz is a basketball team
0: oh oh <laughs> <laughs> but i thought you i don't I, yeah i thought that was a weird thing that you were talking about too and I, <laughs> that's
1: awesome. no it's uh well, i was just gonna say that i live and wow. die with the jazz when when they win and lose but to be fair i grew up in utah and my dad was a musician so, there was a lot of jazz in and around my house growing up. So, I also love jazz music, to be fair. Jazz music is good. So, it, it all works together, Emma. It all works
0: It's together. like a perfect example of how bad I am at sports that you say jazz and I think you're talking about music. <laughs>
1: to be fair, most people, especially out this way, nobody would be like, oh, the Utah Jazz, of course. Nobody knows who they are outside of Utah. So, it's, it's best, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, don't you I'll take completely it. <laughs> yeah. So but uh, but uh, you know what was probably at the jazz festival that your friends went to was food
0: Yes. Yes. That's a perfect transition into our our next segment. Yeah. Um, One of my two favorite festivals here in Atlanta, um, food festivals, of course, you have Atlanta Food and Wine Festival, and usually in like the end of May, beginning of June. And then, of course, in the fall, you have Taste of Atlanta. Both are fantastic festivals. Um, But Food and Wine is coming up first. You should go to both of them. but Food and Wine is coming up first, so you should make sure you get your tickets. It's uh, June 2nd through 5th. And they're actually going to be in Piedmont Park this year. Um, they've been in kind of around different parts of Midtown before. Um, so now they're going to be all in this kind of little little side portion of Piedmont Park. So that'll be really, really nice. And they're going to be doing something super, super cool on 14th Street for the month of June. It's going to be all month. So if you can't make it out to the festival, you can still make it out to this. The uh, green space that's kind of almost across the street from the Four Seasons, on 14th, kind of a little diagonally across the street, um, but they're going to be doing the first pop-up vineyard here in the United States. So They've had pop-up vineyards oh, wow. in other parts of the world, but this will be the first one in the U.S. It'll be all of all of June and you can go there and they're going to have a couple of events a week and I'm sure they're going to be posting a schedule for that and uh, if you work in Midtown or you just looking for a place for a nice little picnic or something, you can have a little picnic in the vineyard on 14th Street. So uh, I drove by there on Saturday and saw that they were starting to put the, uh, the stakes in the ground and... It looks really cool. I'm really excited to see what it'll look like come June 1st, but uh, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. And, of course, be sure to uh, get your tickets for that, too, if you haven't already. It's such a fun festival and so many great, so many great classes, so much great food, and you can't go wine- wrong with wine. You can't. <laughs> wine, well, is, wine is amazing. Well,
1: so you're more of a wine person than a beer person?
0: I'm not a beer person oh, at all. Okay. I am um, wine and bourbon. Those are my two. My two guilty pleasures. Um, I've tried, you know, I've tried beer. It just hasn't, haven't gotten there yet. There's a few that I like. I like one from Monday Night Brewery. And then there's a Game of Thrones beer I really like. It's kind of uh, a... dark and coffee slash chocolatey. It's really heavy. Yeah. Um, but normal, normal be- beers. I can't even talk intelligently about beers. Like I know there's, you know, <laughs> okay. the, I don't know what hoppy means. I don't know what IPA <laughs> means. I just know that I don't normally like beer. Well,
1: the <laughs> so. better, I'm on that same exact page with wine. I remember one time uh an ex girlfriend of mine wanted to like pop open this super old bottle of wine that she'd been saving for a special occasion. I'm like, please don't like you will completely waste it on me. You could we could go to to, to pick and save right now and get a screw off thing of wine, it'll taste exactly the same. Don't Aww. waste this wine <laughs> on me. Yeah. I don't I- I, yeah
0: it's uh if you save bottles of wine i will tell you this as um, a person that has a couple of monthly wine subscriptions and just i've i've found bottles that i like that i've saved not all bottles keep So that's something to keep in mind and look up. I I saved one from 2006. That was uh, just one that I used to get all the time. It's a $13 bottle. It wasn't anything fancy, um, but I just loved it. And then I popped it open last year, and it was just like all vinegar, and I'm just like devastated. I was like, oh, I could have had this when it was good. I just wasted it.
1: Okay, well, see, that's good because I, yeah, I didn't, I don't know that stuff. So, So because she she had some, it was super old. It was like from like, World War 2 ish It was just ridiculous. Oh, so maybe wow. it was just death. I mean, but again, I bet if somebody, somebody listening maybe knows something about wine, because I am just, like I said, completely wasted on me. It'd be like if you're not a car guy and somebody pulls up in some delightful car. And I'm not a car guy, so that was a horrible example to give. This is just falling off the, falling off the wall. Well, if you
0: want to learn about wine, the Atlanta food and wine festival from June 6th through 5th would be totally the place to go. They're going to have classes and tastings and, and pairings and all that kind of fun stuff. So if you have the desire to learn more about wine, that would be a, a good thing to do.
1: Way to bring it home. Way Mm -hmm. to bring it home. Emma Loggins. I
0: try. (laughs) Well done. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for this week. I know next week we're going to be talking about Money Monster. So I will just leave next week's tease with being um, our review for Money Monster.
1: Money Monster. Next week. Plus other fun things that may or may not involve pop-up vineyards. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which that just basically means grapes, right? Yeah. That's cool.
0: I think we should totally do a podcast while like drinking wine or drinking bourbon.
1: I would be totally down for that.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: I'm sure we should totally end, do that at one point. It would be a little unintelligible, but I am totally down.
0: It'd be hysterical
1: is yeah. what it would be. I like it. I think it's a great plan.
0: Um, but yeah, that's all I have. That's all you have for this week.
1: No, I think uh, I think that is the slow motion layup at the buzzer, which is also from basketball. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> They're sporterific. <laughs>
0: Um, well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening this week. Again, my name is Emma Loggins. I'm editor-in-chief at
1: FanBolt.com. And my name is Shekai Mickelson. I'm the creative director of Atlanta Movie Tours. And I'm an all-around swell guy who loves mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>